We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Junior Caminero is the latest to get the call to the big leagues. That and a whole lot more coming up on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of Rotowire.com here with Todd Zola. FSWA Hall of Famer, legend in the industry. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Todd. And as I mentioned, Junior Caminero, hey, it's September 22nd, but not too late for uh, for one last big call up here. He's James Anderson's number three ranked prospect over at Rotowire. So uh, pretty big uh, call up here is the Rays. You know, this is what everybody plays for, not just in a season, but in a career is to have a chance to compete in the postseason, and they are putting all their chips in the, at the center of the table. Yeah, James was high on him coming into the year. Now, I don't, he didn't say he'd be promoted this year, but you know, you get to a point when you're doing even in the staff keeper league or other leagues where sort of all the, all the top prospects are gone, and you decide, do I want someone like, I don't know, Chase Silseth who could play this year and be in, eh, or do I want to take a shot on a high upside? player who's ranked lower, but next year will be ranked a lot higher. And that was Caminera. I took Caminera in a couple leagues. So I, I think this is the fourth week in a row. I've had to thanks, J- thank James for, uh, for, for some of the outlooks or preseason rankings because I've got them in some dynasty leagues. Not bringing Caminera up and burning him for, for a week, but even so, 20 years old, third base. One of the things that brought me to him was if there's one position on the Rays where there's not like a platoon going on and he could potentially be the full-time guy next year. It's third base, right? Yeah. They've, you know, Taylor walls is playing a little bit there and well, he um may have to be their shortstop. Yeah, that's true. They have, you know, some moving parts there, but yeah, pretty exciting to get this guy. You mentioned 20 years old and just turned 20. Uh, back on July fifth, yeah. So 117 games between high A and double A. Uh, 976 OPS, 31 homers, five stolen bases. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing power for a 19, 20 year old. The lower levels, and uh, yeah, it seems like the bat speed should translate into some power, and pretty, pretty darn exciting. Kind of makes you wonder if we'll see Jackson Churio for the Brewers. Um, I didn't uh, expect yeah. to see Caminero. So, you know. yeah, I mean, you can never rule it out. And you know, you didn't even mention it, but contact's been exceptional for a nineteen slash twenty year older. And at that it, level, geez, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And though I mean, the walk rate's not great, but I'll take the contact right now. So no, lot lots of like, um, and we'll we'll see. And you know, Isak Paredes and Yanni Diaz. Trying to think who's been playing a little bit of third base. There's there's some moving parts. Um, they'll the, you know definitely. I mean, Kevin Eric could play shortstop right now mm-hmm. if he has to. He's athletic enough that he could play shortstop. The 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 Rays are hurting a bit in the outfield with Jose Siri and Lake Rayley hurt. They've got you know some Margot's back and they can. Ugh, Harold Ramirez in the outfield scares me on that team, right? But he can he's got an outfield glove. 
So that's going to be an interesting team. I've been doing some of the underdog playoff drafts. So I'm going to be updating the rankings and strategy now that I've done a few in the net within the next week. I'm trying to pick one team that I feel will be in the wild card round that can make the finals and one team that is in the uh has a bye and can make the finals. And I've been I did a couple of uh stacking Tampa Bay. And I'm almost I like hoping, that a call, yeah. Yeah, I'm almost hoping that they don't catch Baltimore because that forces them into the wild card. Mm-hmm. And their team, if you if you do their drafts, you can stack them because they don't have a ton of players that go early. So all right, Glass now's ADP is I don't know whatever it is, um, you know twenty. But you can take them twelve because you don't care what the ADP is. You're stacking two teams. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this isn't a good strategy because the uh, stacking police are coming to get me. But oh, they stopped. Oh, they didn't, normally it doesn't stop in front of the place. But it's time to keep going. Anyway. Um, so anyway, the point being, uh, I, I do have, actually I have, if Milwaukee and Houston make the world series, I think I'm going to win it. I, I drafted the ideal Milwaukee Houston team the other day. Well, maybe, uh, Cheerio could, could help with that. Push. I don't have him, but if he helps them get there, yeah. it's all the better for me. Try to do all the combinations, um, of a division winner or buy team point being the first round i know we're not you know it's kind of off topic uh maybe better sort of for next week when there's still time to draft and whatever you know what let's do it next week let's talk a little bit about underdog next week well i was looking at the recent lineups for the rays and yeah you know paredes there but also curtis mead's been getting some run at third so imagine he kind of fades back into the background a little bit and then yeah chance for camonero to uh to get some run, I was waiting to see. Still waiting on that Rays lineup, but we have him in the expected lineup, betting sixth. So we'll see yep. where projection. he ends up slotting in. Through a projection in the site, so he should be good for the DFS uh, optimizer. Awesome. Um, when, you, when you're only projecting 30 at bats, you know you got round off. Mm-hmm. You know it, it was like 7.8 hits or 7.2 hits. You know seven or eight in 30 at bats. Who's Jason Collette? He's in our chat. I hate when these like nobody's just kind of come and interrupt us. Now, Jason, Ray, yeah, we mentioned Ray Lee IL before and laid uh, low day, uh, Lau, should say Lau, Brandon Lau day to day. So, uh, like the move. Um, but where was yeah, I? Thanks for coming by, Jason. Yeah, here we go. He says he's the worst. He's, <laughs> he's absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, uh, so where, what was I saying? Uh, well, Who the heck knows. So it's probably something about the Rays and whatnot, but um... yeah. Oh, the Rays lineup. Um, oh yeah, I had to project them. And what I'm saying is, my 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 poor season translation came out to be pretty pretty nice, like 280 with 25 homers, and his stolen base percentage was kind of bad in the minors. It was good previous, so I don't know, maybe Camonero. Yeah, maybe yeah. 15 out of 20 steals. When you pare that down, it came out to like 257 just because, again, of the roundup of the hits. But I think over a full season, oh, man, it's so hard to translate 20-year-olders. But we, as we mentioned, that contact and the athletic ability, I mean, he's got a 280, a 280, I don't want to call it floor, but potential. It sounds like a pretty encouraging uh, initial projection that you have there for Caminero. I didn't expect to get him in the Rotowire Stake League, but it kind of the news kind of broke late enough in the night where I was like, ah, oh, maybe I can – Sneak him through, but he goes for just a dollar. I have done a zero out of a hundred, um, but that could be kind of a nice pickup. Cutter Crawford is actually the top pickup at four. Uh, Jorge Soler was out there, so he goes uh, zero dollar at Luis Campusano. Uh, Bailey Ober has been pitching pretty well. I know you're an Ober guy. Campusano's been hitting pretty well for the Padres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course. Um, Gary Sanchez out, so yeah, uh, room for him to play. Uh, Randy Vasquez, I picked up Mark Vientos, two homer game on Wednesday, then he followed up with another game, another homer yesterday. So, kind of chasing that heater, but you know what? I mean, do what you got to do. You say that, and I, I you know, second on this podcast, I'm going to piss Clay off. A streak is just as unpredictive the last week of the season as it is the first week of the season. Point being, there's a lot of people that are saying, I'm going to chase a hot guy. Now, you can chase the playing time, and I think that's what you're probably doing. 
with Vientos is going to play. Yeah. I, plus, I just play. needed I needed a body, right. you know, somebody to play. To pick up a guy because his last two week stats are really good right now is not any better than doing that in May, June, or July. People say, but it's the last week of the year. I'm going to be desperate. It doesn't, it's not as, it's the point, it's not, it's not predictive. It's just as risky. But chasing playing time is very advantageous. And that's what these Vientos games can do. It could lead yeah. to him playing over the last week, which you're not chasing the home runs, you're chasing the at-bats. And I think that's the approach. But I am seeing a lot of people, you know, pick up the hot guys for the last week. I want to hear why you want to pick them up before I, you know, say that's the right move. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, in this 16-team league, I basically needed to swap an injured guy out and just get a body in there. So, uh, Vientos, welcome to the party, pal. Uh, <laughs> Rene Pinto picked up Richard Palacios of St. Louis. Will Vest has kind of um, vultured some saves lately. Yeah, but, he's interesting. Yeah? You got something on Vest? Other than Detroit gets so few save chances – it's hard to tell if it's Lang or if it's Foley or if it's Vest. And they're playing Oakland this weekend. So you kind of want to know, right? Because in a daily league, It'd be nice. you wouldn't mind having their closer. So it's hard to tell right now who to pick up. And I mean, man, I don't know if, you, if anybody watching football last night and missed Tarek Skubal. Here's my um, scouting part. He'd be good. He's good at pitching. I don't care that he's pitched against terrible teams most of the second half. Um my question is, who am I going to overdraft next year, and why is it Tarek Skubal? <laughs> well, there probably be others in that same boat who are chasing after Skubal. No! You, you mentioned it last week, the, the opponents recently, but even so, you oh, can't really. strikes. You got to take, take notice of what he's doing for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck picked up. He's getting Woo! some run again um, with Tristan Costas out for that. Oh, man. Well, at least it's not going to hurt their playoff run. <laughs> True. I saw Dahlbeck had his first homer in, I think, over a calendar year. Yeah. He you know, he's been a good trooper down in the, in the minors, but, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? They probably uh, had a chance to trade him for something a few years ago and didn't. You know, maybe they should oh, get rid true. of the GM. Oh, wait, they did get rid of him. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera of the Yankees picked up here, $0. Add then Starling Marte looks like he's on track for the final homestand. So I kind of assumed he was going to be out. The rest of the way, but uh, Mets sounds like are going to let him come back, which is, yeah. you know, doesn't really surprise me. But they're not doing that with you know Edwin Diaz. They're kind of pr- protecting him from himself a little bit. Yeah, I'm curious. What is Marte? Marte has 24 steals. So I'm trying to think, you know, is there any you know is there something I want to get 30? I'm trying to think, is there a, you know, six is a lot. So I mean, if he's back. He's got a good a chance of running as anybody, I suppose. You know, speaking you don't of round back. numbers, 40 70. <laughs> Man, that Ronald Acuna might do it. You know, I'd I mean, actually it, say he's probably going to do it 40 70. You, I mean, Pretty amazing. you, you got to put a little bit of an asterisk next to the steals because of the, the of course, bases, yeah. etc. But I don't, you know, can you, how many, we didn't put an asterisk, you know, during the 40 home run years in, in 19 in some of those other years. So the numbers are the numbers. It's the year of the year. He's just yeah, silly. It's just the evolution of the game. And, and talk about, cap to him. Talk, I mean, you know, it's different team, but Freddie Freeman stole his 20th base fairly recently. Yeah. And That's really efficient too. Is he like, he's like 20 for 20 or 20, 21 for, for 20. 22. Yeah. Something crazy. like that. He's just silly. That's I, I think, Dave Roberts was saying he's one of the best base runners he's seen. And he's just one of the best players. Those instincts are just wild. Yeah. Uh, James Anderson picked up Wyatt Langford. Not a guy I know much about, but um, anytime James picks a guy up, I, I take notice for Texas sure. outfielder, right? I picked and... up Kyle Farmer dropping Kyle Isbell just because I needed some positional flexibility, upgrading my bench, and um, they've had gonna... some – Injuries with Correa and Lewis. Yeah. Lewis, Lewis could be. Lewis. He's having a, a hamstring exam this weekend. Farmer could start over the weekend, and we'll see what happens next week. That's that's kind of a big blow uh, for Minnesota. You needed you yeah. needed either Lewis or Correa, and to be without both of them, 
That's going to hurt. Yeah, Correa's on the IL. Lewis just day-to-day right now, but uh, getting an MRI. So Over the weekend for the yeah. hamstring, right? That's that not a good bad. thing. That could be bad. Uh, Josh Donaldson. These are all $0 ads. Angel Zerpa. Uh, Nick Lofton. Matt Waldron. Miguel Rojas. Johnny Brito and Drew Rahm. And that's it for for the uh, fab report for this year in Stakely because this is the final lineup period. I was looking... With the way this uh, league breaks down, this final lineup period is nine twenty-two to ten-one. So long ten-day period. Yeah, this okay. is uh, this is it. So. Are you are you eating or buying? Right now, I'm eating. So, yeah, are you a? a de- I don't want to jinx you. You don't want to jinx you, but is it a comfortable eat or is there a chance that you're buying? No, I don't want to jinx myself. All so right. I don't, okay. you know, That's barring fair. a late collapse, I should That's make fair. it. That's we'll fair. See. That's fair. Okay. We shall see. Um, That's fair. So those are the pickups for the stake league. I'll throw out some more names from the CBS roster trend. Sawyer Gibson long, who we talked about last week. He has uh, Oakland this weekend, right? Yeah. He's looked really impressive. Uh, Mark Canna. Michael Wait, King, Mike Clevenger, Reese Olsen's been pitching pretty well. All, um, yeah, all these guys are probably gone in 15s mm-hmm. and probably 12s because they've all been pitching pretty well lately. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anything else on your mind as far as, you know, the final push here goes? No, I think, you know, it's just uh, my my crusade, and it's still – people still don't believe me, but don't overlook ratios this last week. You could still get busted in ratios. Uh, but I have too many innings. No, you don't. Um, just be careful about that. And uh, the other thing is, I'm saying, you know, you, it's silly to chase wins. It's silly to chase wins on March 31st, mm-hmm. right? You don't draft a, a lesser pitcher on a better team over a better pitcher on a lesser team on March 31st. But you use the play. If you need wins and you can't hurt your ratios very much, you use the players that can get your wins. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need homers, you chase homers. If you need steals, you chase steals. You chase what you need to chase. You don't get it. You don't get it. You know, so don't do it because chasing wins is dumb because you heard Ron Chandler say it. I don't mean to pick on Ron. I'm not picking on Ron. But, you know, that, that's, you know, you know what I mean? It's just do what you got to do. Yeah, but don't play with fire. Like, I mean, you, you know, get it to the uh, September 22nd. Yeah. I still don't want to play with five. I made a dumb move. I made three dumb moves. Well, more than three, but three that I that I care to talk about in the uh staff keeper league. I forgot to take Tuki Toussaint out of my lineup this week in the staff keeper league. Mm. And I don't need wins. I'm like seven or eight ahead. And I'm in a tight ratio battle. And I forgot to take Toussaint out. And now worst thing is he not whatever worse. He gets he's got the Red Sox tonight. So not only is it a good lineup, I'm probably gonna be watching it. So uh the other two moves I uh Twice I picked up a guy in free agency and just forgot to put him in my lineup and ran with four outfielders all week and didn't notice it till late in the week. So, uh, well, I've dropped in that league. I was second behind Jeff and now I'm sixth or something. Yeah, but every pitch, it's all, you know, yeah. Jeff's, Jeff's kind of Bunch put of a big congrats to Jeff, not for winning yet, but he's doing what he's doing, punting steals. Yeah, it's pretty, and amazing. he's not like. Got three steals, you know. I mean, he's got like 90 something, he's like 10 behind the next guy. So it's kind of like he's doing what he's doing without strategizing not to have steals on his roster, but he only has one point. Mm-hmm. It's in a keeper league, this is just insane what he's what he's able to do. He's kind of stretched lead. There's a bunch of us jockeying for second through fifth, and you're not nearly out of that running yet, but that's close enough that I, I you know, I could regret being a bonehead and not putting those two outfielders in my lineup over the course of the past couple of weeks. But anyway, that's my fault on me. It's part of playing the game. Well, we'll talk a little rival fantasy yeah. here shortly for tonight. Uh, but let me tell you a little bit about their platform. First of all, rival fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played. And they've brought new games to the ballpark this year that fantasy players won't find anywhere else. Rival fantasies games include fantasy bingo and head to head player challenges with games like this, daily fantasy has never been better. Right now, Rotowire listeners can get a $50 protected first play. That means if you win your first play, you keep your winnings. But if you lose your first entry, Rival Fantasy will fully refund you up to 50 bucks. Go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up and use code MLB at sign up 
deposit a minimum of $25 to get your first entry on Rival protected up to $50. Now's the time to step up to the plate and become a Rival today. Welcome to the arena. We appreciate their sponsorship, and we'll kind of be throwing some uh, prospective head-to-head player challenges at each other. And I'm wondering, Todd, just first off, is there anybody on tonight's slate uh, on the pitching side that really stands out to you that you think uh, might be a uh, somebody that you like more than the pack? It was it, last week. There were a few names that, like, I need to put this one in, and I'm like three dollars richer. Woohoo! Um, so you know, it was uh, a good week to have three extra dollars. I had my car repaired this week, but um, there's not quite as many. And this is my way of of vamping because I just closed out my frame my 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 website thing that had my rankings and now i'm coming back to it again okay I'm, I'm back to it again no i'm not going patrick corbin um and then you saw your gibson long yeah an interesting yeah well you're right i don't know if he's gonna be a sneaky guy though that's true yeah against against oakland someone that intrigues me and intrigued me when i was writing up the slate is is cole reagan's because he's got Houston and Framber Valdez. So yeah, really tough matchup, but he's been just he's been silly. Unreal, yeah. Now keep in mind he's had two Tommy Johns for those that are thinking about next year keeping him or trading for him. Um the other hand, he's had two Tommy Johns, and there's a certain pitcher who's about to get his second. So if you're trying to think of pitchers that hmm, could he have success? Well, yeah. I haven't checked in the timing of them. I think I think Reagan's been pretty recent. Sometimes when you have your second Tommy John, it's like you have one in college or something. I think Reagan's has had a couple since 2017. Point being, you know, who knows what Tony could pitch again. But um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I may put a couple of of Cole Reagan's feelers out there. Um, I don't know who I will have him up against. That you know, way. I got looking at some of the options, and you know, usually I'm kind of the opposite of a homer i kind of am a pessimist with the reds but i do like andrew abbott i mean at home against pittsburgh the over-under is nine and a half here it feels a little high even though in great american ballpark abbott can be bit by the long ball on occasion but against pitt and luis ortiz who hasn't been striking anybody out i think i might take abbott over a guy like chris bassett um i know that's kind of a stretch but i have abbott one spot below Bassett in my rankings. Mm. Um, okay. Now, it's interesting you mentioned Abbott because I wrote up the ESPN slate and for streamers, and he was the highest ranked streamer in the ESPN rankings. It's like, Ugh. but it's one of those things where he's struggled a little bit lately, but the underlying numbers are kind of still there. He's, like you said, bitten by the home run ball. Pittsburgh doesn't have the biggest sluggers. And I can see, I'm, I'm recommended to start Abbott tonight. So I think that's an interesting an interesting call. And on the other side, I think I'd like to take, you know, I think I'd take Abbott over a guy like Chris Sale, who uh, the over-under there is uh, nine runs. Boston is favored, but I've just been a little skeptical on what I've seen from Sale since he came back. How are you feeling about Sale tonight against uh, the White Sox? Um, I did have 10 Ks. He's time. kind of five and fly. Yeah. And I know it's anecdotal and, you know, oh, he gets hurt in the sixth inning, blah, blah, blah. Um, because usually it's just you remember a couple of outings that he does, and therefore you think it happens every outing. I, I think he's still, you know, he's still working up the stamina, all that kind of stuff. I think they just want to get five good innings out of him. The Red Sox are off yesterday. Their bullpen's kind of is, you know, it's strong now. Well, relatively, they've got some guys that can give him some innings. So I do think that if he can get five strong, but that hurts you as far as uh, strikeouts and innings, which is just what counts. In the in the rival scoring, it's 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 like DraftKings. It's strikeouts and innings when you only go five five frames. I have him ranked in between Abbott and Reagan's, so maybe that's an interesting one. Take Reagan's over Sale because people may you know go for or you know I'll I'll offer Reagan's over Sale and see if someone wants to take Sale. Do you have any expectations for Shane Bieber at all tonight? It's his long-awaited return from the sixty-day injured list. He's been battling. That elbow issue uh, really throughout the second half. So uh, through three and two-thirds innings in his final rehab start in Francona, said that uh, Bieber will be about capped at around 80 pitches. Is that enough to make you think, eh, maybe 
that could roll with uh, Bieber in certain fantasy games. I mean, he, you know, the old Bieber would get through six innings on 80 pitches. Yeah. But this isn't the old Bieber. I only projected him for four. Um, and he came out low in the rankings. Give him five. He's middle. I don't have – it's Baltimore. They can hit. They've got something to play for. I, not that, not that, uh, not that the Guardians don't, but actually, do the Guardians still do? I don't even think they might. They might not anymore. Uh, but anyway, the point being, Baltimore has a lot to play for. You really want to get that number one seed. I know they've got in the driver's seat over the over Tampa now, but you know, it's still enough time for Tampa to catch them. Um, I, I kind of don't really have expectations for Bieber. Yeah, hard to know exactly what you're going to be getting tonight from Bieber, certainly. Yeah, Sawyer Gibson Long, who we mentioned, he's uh, on the board tonight. And, you know, the Yankees, it is in uh, the Bronx, but Brandon Fott opposite Luke Weaver might be. I mean, Fott's been up and down so much this season. But Hasn't he been a little bit up lately, though? He was up, but then he made a, like a long relief appearance that was kind of ugly and... It's been uh, definitely a roller coaster. By the yeah, way, if sure. you have Jake Berger, he is in the lineup tonight. So I was keeping an eye on that. And yeah, Cleveland's apparently out. that quad tightness won't keep him out any longer. Cleveland is essentially tied, but they're a half a game ahead of Detroit. Yeah, they're Cleveland's one, out of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just surprised that they're that far out of it. That I mean, they could end up in second place. The Tigers could be the second place team below 500 mm. but the tie you know we're, we're riding the tie just it's, it's a tiger although we're doing the opposite this weekend because they're playing oakland but um but yeah um yeah i am um, thought uh, I, the yankees are playing a little bit better lately though so that's that's kind of dangerous for me but mm-hmm. the beauty of this game is i mean you don't have to put fought up against you know corbin burns right no. you can put him up against someone who's down and you can put up against bieber you want fought yeah. at bieber yeah, by the way, Minnesota big favorites at home behind Pablo Lopez. So, yeah. Well, you know, you might not get any bites on a Lopez prop here. Uh, maybe you put him up against one of these big names like Glass now or somebody like that. Uh, yeah. You could get some bites. Maybe opposite Morton. Maybe. Anybody else on the board that uh, has caught your attention tonight? Not, not, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, as far as, you know, sneaky type plays, not especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, we should mention, we like to talk about the pitching. You can set these up with hitters as well. But as we say, there's just so much more variance with the oh, batters. So, but just for people that are thinking about playing, if you have a strong feeling about a hitter, you can, you can, you know, put a hitter prop out there. Yeah, that's we, a good thing just, to mention. Yeah, for sure. yeah, we just we we feel more comfortable talking about the pitching because uh, you know the hitter you know the hitter averages say eight points in in a DraftKings format, but that what that is it's like a few over fours and then a two for four the homer and two doubles, you know. So the, the difference between the over four or one for four and the game where you knock in three runs that's that you know it averages to eight. But one game was four. The other game was fourteen. You know, so uh, it's a little more variance. Well, I just one last thought. I was looking at the you know expected orders on our site, rotowire.com. Yeah, uh, rotowire.com/pod for a trial if you want to check us out. No credit card required, by the way. Um, Brandon Crawford has moved to the IL. Could be the end of an era there with Crawford. And so Marco Luciano's back. And- yeah. Looks like he'll get another uh, brief audition here. And, yeah, I'd, I wonder if Crawford kind of rides into the sunset. I well, don't expect there'd be a ton of interest, but you know, he could probably stick around if he wants to for another summer or two in the sun. But uh, Well, I mean, he almost was third baseman this past year when, when Korea signed for a day. So the intentions were already there. In the San Francisco aren't they're 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 outside looking in, but they're not eliminated from that third wild wild. Even the second wild card is so close; they're not eliminated from the second wild card yet. No so third, that, third. I'm sorry, third. Arizona has probably got the second. Well, the yeah, the Giants will be. Yeah, they kind of have. I, I know there's that article about how they're just, you know, the most boring, like semi contender out there, and. 
they are kind of well they've gotten super in love with their openers and they're kind of just have a bunch of interchangeable parts it feels like but maybe luciano can break out of that pack a little bit we should mention in love for good reason they are very successful at it they've had some teams are doing it out of desperation maybe they're doing it out of desperation but they're also having success doing it well real quick winning the games that they're doing anyway okay oh it's all good a quick word from uh our other sponsor of the, the show home run index uh, bring you a quick word from them, and then we'll move on to the final two-star pitcher grades of the year. Wow. We know the weather can impact how far a ball can fly, but we never know what all that heat and humidity or cold air is really doing to the ball. The Home Run Forecast Index gives us an easy way to determine how good or bad the air is for ball flight. The index is calculated by measuring stadium-specific weather conditions and is displayed on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the most unfavorable for good ball flight, and 10 indicating the most favorable air. There is a strong correlation between the index and the number of runs scored per game and the number of home runs hit. Games that have the highest index 10 for the whole game average over 10 runs and 2.8 homers over the course of the year. An index is created for each game so you can see what it will be in any stadium and how the weather's influence might change over the course of the game, as well as the wind direction. Right now, you can get access to the HRF premium site for only $5 a month and see what the index will look like for every hour of every game. Go to homerunforecast.com now to sign up. All right, Todd, we've been doing this all year. It's time for one last uh, group of two-star pitchers. Uh, We will have another... A kind of final pod with us next week to kind of wrap things up, but then we will move to the one day a week pod in the off season led by the great James Anderson. So this is it. And we lead off with Zach Gallon, who's an easy five. So we're, uh, well, 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 let's, let's put a caveat. It's a good that he's the first one on the board. If Arizona has the wild card wrapped up, Gallon's not pitching yeah, that, on Sunday. That's a good point. Against Houston, yeah, yeah, he's not pitching on Sunday. If if they need him, if they need to win for the wild card, of course he pitches. Mm-hmm. So I think you still, I think we're still starting him because he's got that White Sox game first. But and they're going to definitely need to, you know, they're not having a clinch yet. So just keep that in mind. You might not get that second start out of Gallon. Really good point. Yeah, that's uh, definitely if they. We'll make a note as a... we go on if we think anybody's in that boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a good caveat to throw out there. Bryce Elder's uh, home against Chicago, the Cubs, and then home against Washington. So um, I don't know if this guy's going to be in the postseason rotation. Probably not, I would say. But uh, had a pretty good year overall. A hmm, couple home matchups. I'd probably say a f- four, given that he's a guy that I would expect to make that start the last day of the season. That's not being a four and not making your postseason rotation. Talk about, you know, having yeah, a no strong kidding. team. But, I mean, it's one well, you know what? I think he makes it. Um, you're not going to have Kyle Wright in there. That's true. They just got Freed back, so I'm kind of thinking. Well, Freed's back on the IL. Is he back on the IL again? Yeah. So, I think yeah. I think Elder's going to – I think he's got a shot. Um, Kyle Wright, I don't think we're starting. So, in a four – in a three – in a shorter series, in a three-man, in a, in a seven-game series, I think Elder's number four. But anyway, I agree with you more for this week. Back and then he uh, and he pitched well on Thursday too, but he came out of that with uh, more blister issues. So a hot spot on his hand. So uh, it sounds to me like they just want to keep you know they want to fill the roster spot, but Mm. he'll he'll at least be active for the playoffs. Um, But it's it's interesting you draft playoff leagues. Where do you draft Max Freed? You know, that's a tough one. Uh, Kyle Bradish for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I would expect him to make that second one, although, you know, may not go the whole, may not yeah, go deep. Kind of could be like a tune up start, kind of the, the final just, one of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I think he starts it. Um, whether he goes five or not, who's to say? But yeah, Baltimore should win the division. Therefore, they have the first round off. So you want to keep him sharp. So as far as rankings, yeah. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five with that note that maybe he doesn't, you know, pitch deep into that, that Sunday game. But I think we're going five. He's earned it. 
Tanner Houck's a guy I picked up in that Rotowire staff keeper league that we kind of discussed earlier. And, you know, maybe he ends up being a guy I consider as a cheap keeper this offseason. But, and versus Tampa Bay at Baltimore with the way this team's rolling, be a hard guy to justify starting, in, in my opinion, this week. So I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go two on Hauk, even though that that almost feels high off the tongue. Um, maybe you know, maybe just little little bias as far as watching him, and I think he's gonna be good, but isn't quite there yet. Yeah, all right, I'm going to agree with the two. I'm the, the teams he's playing still have something to play for. Boston has said they want to be spoilers, but it's one thing to say it, nothing to do it. Justin Steele has been a uh, guy who's been in the Cy Young conversation. He might still be, but he's given up six runs in his last two starts. P six runs, uh, so twelve total. Uh, short outing his last time on only three innings. So it seems like the Cubs kind of managing him a little bit in his innings. Justin. Well, Steele. no big high high pitch counts too. I think. Yeah, they, that's true. Yeah, but you know, this is a guy that. You know, they, they are in the postseason mix, so you don't want to, like, baby this guy, but um, they have shown that if he doesn't have it... They 76 pitches away. through three innings. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Uh, gave at Atlanta, points. at Milwaukee, by the way. The thing about, yeah, so the Pittsburgh game that we're talking about, he, he struck out six and didn't walk any. You do that in three innings, you're usually going to be okay. He just ran into some Babbitt, eight hits. So, but anyway, he you know, 76 pitches. He's like um, another pitcher that if the Cubs are in the, in the playoffs, he starts the wild card series. So that Sunday, that Sunday starts in jeopardy, but the Cubs may need him to get in there. So um, to me, he's a four, but may not pitch that last game. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, Hunter green, when he came back from the IL ah. kind of had some issues, but then his last four starts, 24 innings, he's got a one five Oh ERA. 075 whip and coming off a career high 14 strikeouts. So did. I'm sure you watched that. He looked good. He's awesome and uh will be a big part of the you know the reason they make the playoffs is they do get in there. Uh at Cleveland at St. Louis. They do have two off days, but I think the assumption that you know the Reds are fighting for it to the very end, they'd probably like to have Green make two and you know utilize that off day to go with uh, four-man rotation next week. So, and I may go at Cleveland, at St. Louis. I think I'm going to go five. Yeah, and I think we had the same caveat, though. If, if for whatever reason the Reds are really hot and have that third wild card sewn up, you save green. But I have a feeling it's coming down to that last weekend. Don't you? Yeah, I think you know, if they're still mathematically in it and they haven't secured, then – Green is going to be I mean, making us. Philly's got the first one with 69 losses. Atlanta currently has 72, the Cubs 74, and they're up at one to nothing in this afternoon. And then Miami 74, then Cincinnati 75. So they're, you know, they're a game in the loss column away from the third wild card. That's coming down. That's coming down to the final weekend. No two-star pitchers for Cleveland. They have two off days next week and nothing really to play for. Yeah, it's a good thing to get a rest before the season ends. You know, mm-hmm. ah, I hate that. Hate that. <laughs> uh, Chase and I, the guys could use it though. I'm sure they're not complaining. <laughs> now it has Everybody to do with um, up at this point. It just has to do with teams like cold weather teams. It gives another chance to make up games if needed. So true. Chase Anderson. I mean, come on, that's a zero. Um, Jose Urania. I mean, he doesn't have a win. I think that's got to be a zero too. Yeah, it's not like you, you know the White Sox, Arizona, and San Diego. And San Diego's not playing for anything anymore. Ooh, imagine that. Um, but, yeah, that's a zero. No two-star pitchers for Detroit, but maybe if you he's still out there, you pick up Reese Olsen for home against KC. He is quietly pitching very well. Yeah, he is. Uh, Justin Verlander's at Seattle, then at Arizona. They could maybe, you know, ease off the gas pedal there at the end of the week if they well, want to. But did you see the note in Joe Sheehan's newsletter? No, what was it? There's a chance that Seattle, Texas, and Houston tie 
prefer well tie. They're all like what within a half a game. Yeah, and I don't you know I don't know which team has has whatever tiebreaker. But in that case, one team is has the bye. The other team's in the wild card, and the third one's not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Imagine that on the same record and and having that much of a spread. Um, I don't, you know, so first of all, don't be like me. Check out Joe's newsletter. Don't hear the second hand. Um, it's, it's, it's well worth it. Um, but anyway, so it's just, that's just, it's just nuts. My point being, you know, I, when it's that close, you, I think something's going to be on the line. And I think you got to use Verlander on that last day, which isn't so bad because you still have Valdez if you don't win the division to start the wild card series. Yeah. Well, fantasy managers, with Verlander hoping it's still really tight there at the end so that he does make yeah. that last one. Uh, I'm going to go five, right? Run for Going five, five yeah. with that, with that caveat. Yeah. Alec Marsh. I would, you know, my initial thought was zero. Um, the matchups. Yeah. Mm, is, it, no. is he a desperation? If I, as I mentioned early, you know, you don't, you don't chase wins unless you have to. Isn't he a guy you pick up if you need wins? I guess with those matchups, maybe, but at Detroit and home against the Yankees. Yeah, I know it's, it's Kansas not City. sexy, and he's yeah. only going about four a piece. But maybe they throw an opener in front of him, and because they have yeah. been doing that lately, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not somebody I would say I endorse as a stream, but if you're Great desperate, in case of emergency, two. You're going to give him a two. I had him as a one, but you're going to yeah, get two go to on break. March. Well, you had to write down break. Blank. Well, you can do B-G-I-C-E. <laughs> I'm not going to write that down. But I, <laughs> we're, we uh, get the message loud and clear. Uh, nobody for the Angels. They have an off day. So let's take that opportunity to bo- uh, pause briefly to bring you one last word. This one from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, we're back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, making our way through the last two start pitchers of the season. Clay Link here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Uh, always a pleasure, Todd. And let's uh, finish strong and hopefully bring some championships home. Uh, Ryan Pepio, the Dodgers have a doubleheader at Coors on Tuesday. So uh, Pepio would be at Colorado, at San Francisco. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they piggyback Pepio and Miller in that game just to get them both some work because they will be off for a few days. You know what well, I mean? Well, they do have a doubleheader on Tuesday, though. Right, my point being on the Sunday. On the oh, final. on Sunday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they piggybacked them to get them both a few innings because they're not playing for a few uh, for a few days because they're 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 gonna win the they're gonna win the division, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they're gonna have a bye. So Ryan Pepio. The core start. Um, I think I'm going to go three on Pepio. I'm concerned about that Sunday because I don't, I, I don't, I don't, because I think we're judging just the starting course, and I don't know that I do it. Um, if I need wins, if I need wins, I'm doing it. If I can hurt my ratios, I'm not. So I'm going to say a one if I need wins. Okay. Yeah, good point. If it's just Colorado, which it could very well be, it's a lot less appealing. Uh, no two-star pitchers for the Miami Marlins. And then for the Brewers, Adrian Hauser, a couple home starts versus St. Louis versus the Cubs. You know, he's kind of one of those guys who's always you – know, I always get a little intrigued by, but it's not like he's a superstar. But um, he has been – serviceable he has been versus st louis versus the cubs i'm gonna go three i think i'm gonna go three and we'll just point out that last sunday he'll pitch but he may be working behind a who are they lineup when milwaukee gives them a rest before they start the wild card round good point uh kenta maeda versus oakland at colorado um so the twins have basically secured that division yes they have so, and there's no buy involved. They're in the wild card mm-hmm. now. Maeda, though, probably not in that postseason rotation, right? Because Lopez, Gray, Ryan. Well, maybe <clears throat> not in the. I think he's. I keep. I, there's only one five game series, right? Then the, the, yeah. So I mean, I he's not in the wild card. Well, I think there's the wild card round, and then I think the division series is five too, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was. I'll check it, but I think the D- DS is five only. Um. Okay. Well, if that's you know in that case, he's probably outside looking in, but he's definitely long relief, et cetera. At Colorado, you know, hurts that second start. Um. I got to go three, even at even at Colorado. Yeah, I think I do too. Um. Okay. No two star pitchers for the Mets. So then Michael King, who's been really a nice, you know, addition to the rotation. We've seen him in the bullpen and then transitioning to the rotation. He's really kind of blossomed. Had 13 Ks his last time out. And so if you look at the Ks recently, 13, 8, 9. He's been on a nice little roll here. Kind of yeah. looks like he could be in that rotation long term now. He is not no longer an really opener, expect. is he? He's not an opener anymore. And to, no. and to make us not look dumb. 
you are well, not me, you know, to make me look dumb and you not look dumb. The DS is five game, well, five if necessary, best mm-hmm. of five. Yeah, I kind of, kind of wish that was seven for DS and only five for the wild card, but it is. Yeah, yeah, five for the DS. Um, all right, Paul Blackburn. I think he was on the list last week. Another example of a guy. Sorry, I don't think we graded Michael King. I think I'm going to go four, actually. Toronto and KC, sure. I'm going to go four. Okay. That's how well he's pitching. Yeah. He's um, on. Yeah, that's how well he's pitching. Could be, you know, a little bit of a letdown final week, but and, well, I don't know and, how you sit the guy. And Toronto could be without Vlad. Yeah, knee discomfort. Yeah. Um. All right. So, Paul Blackburn at Minnesota, at the Angels. It just feels like a two. Unexciting yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't strike enough out. Yeah, I'm out. Yes, two. Yes. Uh, Aaron Nola is going to be a five, right? At, uh, versus Pitt at the Mets. With the caveat that he could not pitch that last game. Probably won't. I think Philly's going to be in the wild card. So I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't think he'd pitch that last game. But you're not swapping him out, you know. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not swapping much. him out. But yeah, he may not. You know, he's a yeah, he's a five because you're starting him, even though he's a little bit off this year. But yeah, for sure. And what about Mitch Keller? He's going to be opposite Nola in that first game on Tuesday. Then uh, versus Miami for Keller, I think it's probably a three. Mid pack three. I'm just you know what you know when you do an online auction. And you can do like plus one. I'm just gonna plus one you on every Keller ranking. Okay, that's fair. That's, I'm just gonna I, whatever you four. Yeah, I'm gonna just plus one you. Um, yeah, no, I am. And, and Miami could be playing for the playoffs. That's gonna be an important game. Um, but True. even so, Keller has turned it around. He went through a he went through a streak where you were right and I was wrong. But he's back to pitching pretty well again. Uh, that's true. Well, with those uh, Justin Steele struggles lately that we alluded to, maybe the NL Cy Young frontrunner, Blake Snell, 2-3-3 ERA at San Francisco at the White Sox. Actually, it's kind of funny that San Diego is still in the hunt technically and kind of making a surprising late push. I'd be shocked if they they made it, but we'll have Snell out there for two this final week. That's a five. Yeah, and he's the second place Cy Young. I don't. I'm right about this because I'm so adamant. Spencer Strider is still the Cy Young winner. We should be in a day and age where we don't look at an a, an ERA that's an entire run higher than his expected ERAs and not give him the Cy Young because of it. Uh, skills wise, he's the best Strider. Anyway, Luis um, Castillo and George Kirby there versus Houston versus Texas. Those would be some huge games. Luis Castillo's a five. He's he's been awesome. Um, uh, Kirby's been good. I think I'm going to give Kirby a four just to kind of represent a notch below a guy like uh, you know Castillo and Snell, but very high in four. I'm going to give Kirby a five and hope he doesn't complain about it. <laughs> yeah, um, he's kind of getting a he uh, has. Yeah, made I, his I, bed, I, and now he's the lion. And again, you know, we don't. Again, th- th- those games could be the difference between winning the division and going home. So, yeah, absolutely. Logan Webb versus San Diego versus the Dodgers. So, uh, home for two. I think I'll go four. I mean, Logan Webb's been pretty darn good, but I can't go five. I can, I can, I, I can, unless he's got two games in Colorado, I can go five. Okay. I'm going five. This doesn't feel like a five pitcher to me, but he has. I think I, can, I go into the year thinking he's a five. Low <laughs> in five, but to me, he's an ace. And he doesn't have the, the strikeout rate, but he has the volume to be in that conversation. Zach Thompson's got a, you know, about a league average ERA, but I couldn't see myself starting in. That's going to be a zero. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm looking at Webb. Two hundred seven innings, three three five ERA, one point oh eight WHIP. I mean, one hundred eighty seven strikeouts. He'll have two hundred by the end of the year. 
to me, that's an ace. But, you know, maybe next year's the year that I finally have to pay ace prices. But um, but anyway, um, what are we uh, the moving, moving on, Zola? Uh, Thompson, the St. Louis one. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Jesus. I know he's actually not terrible, but I can't. I got to go one. It's a desperation one. All right, I'll put you down for one. Not striking anybody out. All right. Uh, all right, finishing up here. Um, nobody for uh, for Tampa Bay. Congrats on their new stadium, by the way. Sounds like they're in uh, Tampa Bay to stay long-term. With yep, new well, St. Petersburg, but yeah. The, Ra- the Rays paying, I think, half of... Uh, the new stadium cost. All right, then John Gray and Martin Perez. You know, they're going to move the catwalks over? What's that? They're going to move the catwalks over? Hopefully not. Over the catwalks. <laughs> no longer. I think they'll sell those, sell those like they sell seats from Yankee Stadium. I think they'll sell the catwalks. I might buy a chunk of the catwalk. <laughs> um, John Gray at the Angels at oh. Seattle. Yeah, he's been kind of disappointing lately. The entire the, the 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 Texas pitching has not picked up the slack when their hitting has regressed. It's it's it, it is kind. Of, I mean, Gray hasn't gone more than hasn't gone into the past four innings, two and a third, three and two thirds, and two and two thirds in his last three starts. Yeah, is that a really short leash lately? John? Well, not. It's just been terrible. He's yeah. got a 10 3 8 ERA. And, you know, we all thought he had turned the corner. How many homers has he given up? A ton, ton of homers uh, lately. Uh, four homers, but it's in only eight innings. Wow. It's a t- I mean, the other hand, though, I mean, you know, everything's on the line. Do you bear down? I think you got to go two, but he would have been a four a couple weeks ago. And Martin Perez back in the rotation. So desperate they are. Yeah, so he's kind of been in and out. Scherzer down. So, you know, last year was kind of the stars aligned perfectly for him and then back to reality this year for Martin Perez. Um, At the Angels, at Seattle, probably a break glass in case of emergency one for me. Exactly. Nothing really exciting there. And uh, if you have ratios to protect, do not. Roll the dice there. Kevin Gaussman versus the Yankees versus Tampa Bay. That's going to be a five. I mean, it's a five with the, you know, with the, if Toronto hasn't wrapped up, which I doubt they will, but maybe they won't. And I think if they, if they're out of the playoffs for that point, Gaussman pitches for the Cy Young award. So that's a strong five. That's a good point. All right. Well, that does it. The Washington Nationals have two off days, so no two star pitchers for them. As I mentioned, we will be back next week for one final wrap-up show. But let's uh, wrap up this show with uh, the grades for our two-star pitchers for next week. The week of September 25th, final week of the regular season. Zach Gallon, five. Bryce Elder, four. Kyle Bradish, five. Tanner Houck, two. Justin Steele, four. Hunter Green, five. Chase Anderson, zero. Jose Urania, zero. Alec Marsh, I say one. Todd, two. Ryan Pepio, I say three. Todd, only one. Adrian Hauser, three. Kenta Maeda, three. Michael King, four. Paul Blackburn, two. Aaron Nola, five. Mitch Keller, I say three. Todd, four. Blake Snell, five. Luis Castillo, five. George Kirby, I say four. Todd, five. Same with Logan Webb. I say four, Todd, five. Zach Thompson, I say zero, Todd, one. John Gray, two. Martin Perez, one. And then Kevin Gaussman, five. Well, good luck if you're looking to add Junior Caminero this weekend. Uh, Yeah, this is do or die time, so best of luck to all you out there. Anything else you want to mention here, Todd? Thank you, Sonny Suzuki. Just hit a home run. Oh, did he? I'm in the... ESPN editors writers finals against Eric Carabell in our in our league to learn how to play with the new rules and uh, yeah I got a home run from Suzuki woohoo 
anyway, he's been playing pretty well. He has he? been. He's been he's been playing very well. He just heard a ball left field, put into the left field bleachers. But um, nothing to pimp on the site writing wise. A little bit behind there, but we'll do some playoff rankings. And uh, I think I think HQ's having a flash sale today because of the AFL rosters were announced. So if you're thinking about going to the uh, Baseball HQ First Pitch Arizona forums, there's a discount today. So check that out online and uh, see uh, see a lot of Rotowire. I know I'll be there. Clay, you're th- you know you're hoping to be there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's a flash sale today. So uh, go for it. Good to know. Well, again, good luck to everybody out there. Hope you know the best for you. Best of luck in this final week and. Thanks for being with us all season. It's been a grind, but uh, we love the grind here at Rotowire. So it's what we live for. But um, all right, we'll talk to you next week. One last Friday pod before we head into the off season. Take care, guys. Talk soon. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.